most of us think that when we get something we'll be happy but true happiness is when you give the very purpose of life is to share the goodness with everybody around and that's what sangachatam means let's walk together first few seconds when you wake up when you open your eyes so it looks like a strange place say adi shankara summed up the whole upanishad in only one sentence he said brahma satya jagan mitya jeeva brahmeti na par takes a whole lifetime to get to the meaning of it in essence it means you are real the world is unreal and there is no difference between the individual self and the supreme self anyway so we'll just look at only one part of it one part what is that jagad mitya what is jagad mitya means what does it mean the world is unreal <coughs> mithya means uh, a distortion of reality a distortion of truth illusion does not mean it does not exist it means that it exists but you are seeing it in a different way than what it is actually so when light passes through a prism the seven colors come out yeah the seven colors are real does not mean they don't exist but they appear only because that light has come through a prism you take the prism out the seven colors disappear you take the original light out even if the prism is there there is no seven colors so the brahman is like the light the mind is the prism so the world or the jagat which we experience is only the projection of the pure consciousness through the mind and that's why we all live in our own worlds even if you say this is blue we all see a different version of blue but we think it's the same blue so this is very important to realize because whatever the mind tells you it is important that becomes important for you in your life that's why it's called mithya means that may not be the most important thing but it makes you believe that is the most important thing and under the influence of what does the mind say this so the mind whatever the mind perceives or projects is mainly based upon the dominant guna at that time and the society at that point so look at our own lives what we have been doing is very strongly conditioned by the society isn't it if nobody was going to school you would not have gone to school 
you went to school because everybody else going to school yeah you started looking for a job because the natural progression you were told was to study and then look for a job and then you got married then you had children so if you look at whatever you have been doing as default you did not have any conscious decision making in that you just went with the flow everybody was doing so this is the conditioning based life and if you look at all the people even the people whom we respect and worship they have always been a bit rebels they always didn't do what everybody was doing yeah we adore them but we don't want to be like them because they questioned why why should you do it like this why hmm? so we do that because the mind conditions us to be like that and the mind tells us at this stage this is the most important thing for you and that becomes everything it may be money it may be family it may be respectability in the society it may be what people think about me all these things your mind has told these are really important things in life you have to give importance to them and whatever you think is say for example in your world money is very important and you can go to any extent to earn more money you start thinking that everybody else will be in the same frame of mind so if somebody earns a lot of money you think all that you could do he would have done to earn that money or if somebody says money is not very important you think there is something wrong with him do you see or maybe the same with say family so there is this saying isn't it that family comes first you see in all the movies I, he will be able to do anything for the family i will do anything for my family sort of a thing when somebody does not do it you either think there's something wrong in their family dynamics or something wrong with that person you never see that is that another way of existence you never see it that way disadvantage of this is that your limited existence becomes your whole existence you miss so many things in life because you are stuck with this thing lot of people have got no experience of this state of emptiness of the mind or this state of relaxation because they got no time to come out of that small little cocoon and they think this is the most important thing everything else is not important problem is when you invest your whole life in a small part of your life see mind is a very small part of your existence and the world which is yours is projected by the mind so which is once again a very small part of your whole life when that becomes your whole existence then anything happens there you feel you have lost everything when people lose money they feel they have lost everything when something happens in the family you feel gone why because you have invested your entire life in one aspect of your life and that's what it means by jagat mithya means 
No, that is your wrong perception. That you are holding on to something in the material world as the important thing. It is important, but it is not the important thing. See what I am saying? Does not mean money is not important, family is not important, respectability is not important. All these are important. It's like there is a circle, you know, there is a center and there is a circumference. And on the circumference, there are so many points and they all are related to the center. Yeah. So all are important because if those take away those points, then the circumference will not be there. But if you make the circumference as the center, you should be the center of your life and family, money, respectability, health, all these things should be around, your high hobbies, everything. But when you make one thing as the center and you become the periphery. See, people have time for everybody except for themselves. Have you noticed? Because they are not their center at all in their life. They are not important in their life at all. And we think that is something great. In the material world, being selfless is great. In the spiritual world, being selfless is being useless. In the material world, selfish is not good. In the spiritual self, selfish is the best thing. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Yeah, this needs a complete <coughs> different way of looking at life. Yeah. So everything is important. Your family is important. Do what has to be done. Your health is important. Do what has to be done. Money is important. Do what has to be done. But keep it at the periphery. Keep the money in your pocket, not in your head, as Gurudev says. <laughs> keep family in the home, not in your head. Keep work in your workplace, but not in your head. What should stay with you is what is important. And naturally a stage comes in your life when whatever you thought was really important slowly starts losing significance. Pleasures don't excite you that much anymore. Money doesn't excite you that much anymore. Everything starts appearing meaningless or not that important at all. You know, you've seen people who, who always used to dress very smartly. After a while they start losing interest. Especially people, in, I've seen a couple of people in the public sector. Once they retire, they, their whole wardrobe is all they just keep wearing one or two clothes all the time. Well, suddenly it feels that this is meaningless. And if you start feeling that, then you should consider yourself lucky. Because there are a lot of people who go to the grave holding on to these two, three, four things. And then they have to come back again because they are not let go. When everything appears meaningless, then the world calls it a crisis. It usually naturally happens in your mid-40s. They call it a midlife crisis. But it's a midlife opportunity because that's the first time you start asking the question, what is important in life? Because all that I thought was important now is losing importance. If that has not happened, then you are still stuck. But if it has happened even for a little extent, then you should feel, yes, this is something I need to develop deep into. This is the natural progression, natural beginning of the Vanaprastashrama. Suddenly, in the Grihastashrama, everything is you are so tightly holding on. 
But then you start thinking, oh, what was I doing all this time? And then something which was totally unimportant all these years, your own self starts becoming important. And that's somewhere the progression starts happening. No, you will see this naturally in people, uh, maybe your grandparents and things at that age, for them nothing matters. You know, and suddenly at that age you will see that there's some sort of radiance comes up in their face. A sense of dispassion naturally comes. You know, we are so interfering in our children's lives, but in our grandchildren's lives we are not interfering at all. Why? You have grown up that much, you said, it's okay. But for children, they should be alive, they should be, you should do, you should not do. Why? At that stage, you said, it's not important anyway. It's not, it, not important in a negligent way. It, you say, it's okay. <coughs> People say something good or bad, it's okay. People do this or that. If somebody asks something, you say something. Otherwise, you say, do what you want. When your life is focused on only one thing, then when you lose that thing, you feel you lost everything. But when you see there are a lot of other dimensions to life, you lose one thing, you drop it and you move on. You are in one country for a few years, you've got so much a big circle and then you have to leave that country, come another country, you just drop it and then you then start the same process somewhere else. Because now wherever you go, it is not the external that is important, you are important. So when you put the importance on you, all things around you will start happening again wherever you go. So this understanding, all that is external is changing. It is a projection of my mind and mind is to project on things which may or may not be the most important at any point in time. And when the Viveka starts dawning in you, this process usually happens to people naturally after 65, 70. But if you are in the path, and if you have been in the knowledge, if you reflect on knowledge, it comes much earlier. Very quickly you will realize that all is important, but nothing is more important than myself. And that will make you think about what is life, what is Brahman, what is this world. You do, you become responsible for everything, but remain unattached to anything. You see the difference? Right now, you are attached to all that you think you are responsible for. But then you are responsible for everything. There are so many things which you don't need to go ahead and do things, but still you do it. Because you feel connectedness with everything, you have belongingness. But there is no sense of attachment. Means, whatever happens from that side, it does not matter, it bother you that much. You are not interfering in the world, but you are only taking responsibility in the world. It happens this way, that way, you are okay with it. Yeah. So you need to reflect upon this. This is very, very important. Hmm? When something does not become everything, or when everything starts becoming only something, then you give very much importance to everything, but don't get stuck with only one thing. Otherwise, it will become like the 
king's life in the parrot. You know, that one thing shakes and you start shaking, you start shaking. And that, okay, that time is over. You know, in life people come, people go, friends come and go, your health comes goes, sickness comes, this body comes and goes. <laughs> so when you see everything is coming and going, is moving and moving, and I am the one who is looking at all that is going, and I am just staying back. And that realization <coughs> will make you unshakable. Hmm? But we try to hold on to all that is going. Just like, see that's going, it's going. When you go to, you know, pilgrimages, you go to Kashi or other places, what you do? You take that a small bowl with a lamp and flower and then you let go and you see it just moves on. That's why you see that you know, I am witnessing but it is moving on. Everything in life, the events, people, everything, they are all moving on, moving on. You let it go and say Jai Gurudev and let it move on more. You don't run behind it, you see, you just let go and say it moves on. Everything in the material world keeps moving on. The spirit stays back and keeps on observing. This is this is very deep, you know, just observe things. You may not get all that what you spoke today, but <coughs> just listen to it again and again. And then it will make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Once again I say, it, this does not say that these things are unimportant. It says everything is important. This is part of everything. This is not everything. What we tightly hold on to, one thing. Don't hold on like because there is a lot of other things which needs you. And you are the center. Make you. You are the center of existence. You are the center. Yeah? And have all the time for yourself and when you have some time, use it for others. <laughs> Outside that. Not the other way around. And you will see if you look closely that everybody is living their own life. It may be your own children or spouses or friends. You think you are all living together, but they are all moving in their own pace. They are all going on their own track. They are only there to support each other. Not to interfere. And see, God doesn't interfere. A guru doesn't interfere in your life. We only interfere in everybody's life. So that's one way of saying that so very recently I heard somebody said, it's a very beautiful, sir. How to, earlier days they used to go to the forest to do Vanaprastha because the moment you are with them, you get all this ragadvesha. You, why are you doing this, all this? You know, as long as you are away from people whom you like, things are good. But when they come closer, suddenly all this small little friction starts. And that's why they said nothing, you'll just go away in the forest. Now say, so where is the forest to go? <laughs> there is no forest to go. So somebody said a very beautiful thing. You don't have to go anywhere. Live in your own house like a guest. Not like a host. When you go as a guest to somebody's house, what you will do? You will not complain about things. You will try to adjust with whatever is there. And even if some things are not there, you will say, it's okay, it's okay, isn't it? And actually, <laughs> you, you respect the guests more than the people in the house because they are like that. So you'll get more respect as well and there's less conflict as well. So try practicing this being a guest in your own house. Because the guest does not interfere in the house running, isn't it? If something is happening, he looks at it and then says, maybe that's how they do it. 
colors. No, it's not like why are they doing like this? Why are you doing like this? So this is this is vana prastha is what living in your house like a guest. Okay, <laughs> Jai Guru.